Hello and welcome to the Link Podcast. The Link Podcast is created to build community through conversation. We focus on stories of creatives, business owners, community leaders, and all-around interesting people from the community of Lincoln, Nebraska. We welcome you to come learn about your neighbors as we have conversations with them and discover their stories. Cheers. Link. Podcast number one. Yeah. Welcome to the Link Podcast. Today we're going to have Stark Knives on, which is two brothers who make knives in their parents' basement and now have 83,000 followers on Instagram. And yeah, 83,000. I checked it today because I was... <laughs> you creeped on them? I creeped on them. You found out? They have a very, uh, I guess, an interesting story. It basically... I won't get into it too much, but they it kind of it kind of started as a hobby and then kind of got out of control. They kill it. Yeah, it's really fun to watch. Um, yeah, this is the Link Podcast episode one, sponsored by Carlson Projects. Brought to you by Carlson Projects. Brought to you by and sponsored by Carlson Projects. And they also and bring your clothes. They made, they made my shirt and your last name. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you enjoy this episode with Stark Knives. well thank you guys yeah of course i appreciate you coming on here um it was interesting when I was looking at like podcast guests and I was like looking at the amount of like Instagram followers. I was like, wow, like these guys actually have the most Instagram <laughs> followers of anybody that I'm talking to. Um, and it's interesting that it's, is your followership like even anywhere near Lincoln, Nebraska, or is it just, it's pretty much most, and it's mostly us, I think. Right. Yeah. But definitely not. Mostly yeah. Local. I'd say it's... mostly New York california texas or so i'd say interesting just because that's where the most people yeah are. Mm-hmm. yeah huh well yeah. give me kind of the background of like i know you have a funny story of how you actually started making knives um but like give me the when did it start when did you start making knives when did you start making things in general and then like yeah. how did you get to here and just give me a yeah, kind of brief Yeah, I think, overview. so my first knife I ever made, I'm pretty sure it was 2015. So when I was, I, that would make me, what, 15 about? Or 17? Around 15 to 17, <laughs> basically. That's a nice In that general yeah. area. I don't know. I don't remember the Teenager. exact. You aged yeah. fast. I was around 15 or so. And so I, I've always liked making stuff and cooking and going outside and doing things. And I always liked watching man versus wild with bear grills and like the survival <laughs> stuff so i was always kind of into that and making fires in our grandparents backyard and doing the fire steel and making bonfires and carving up stuff and then i'd say that combined with the more creative stuff by our german grandpa who used to always make wooden spoons and bowls okay. and stuff so then i started getting into that so i got some wood and axe and like a carving knife and spoon knife and started making wooden spoons and bowls 
And then I sold a couple of those just to like friends and stuff, but that never really made much money. And then... So when you started, it was like, were you like, I want to make knives or were you no. just like, were you bored and you I, like... I, it was more, I post, so I made a whole account and po- made a, went on to online forums and stuff and posted pictures on like spoon carving forums. Okay. And then on the same places, they had other forums where people would show other things they made. So I saw some people making knives and stuff. And then I thought that looked cool. So then I can't remember exactly how, but then I just one day decided that I would look into making knives more. So then I got some cheaper tools to make a couple very simplified knives. And I remember I came over to your guys' shop in your parents' house and yep. worked on the first one there. And use the big drill press looking for a drill bit that would be sharp enough to drill through steel and taking probably about an hour to drill three holes instead of what (laughs) takes me like five minutes now. (laughs) It's amazing how things like evolve like that quickly. So then like... I just wanted to say before he started, so like before he even did the knives and stuff, he was really into the outdoor stuff and wanted to do all these things even before he made knives and i remember one year he was like super sad because he wanted to go out into, oh, yeah. into wilderness park and build a snow fort and spend the night yeah <laughs> we didn't think that would be such a good and idea the, he was like really sad about that that we yeah wanted to and do that. the other sadness involving knives was getting a knife for my birthday and standing over the sink trying to cut a piece of newspaper and the <laughs> knife wasn't sharp enough to cut the newspaper <laughs> after i'd hyped myself up getting a new knife that would be sharp enough to so cut you like you'd like watched videos yeah i had like people I using had, it. yeah i had watched all these knife reviews of people sharpness testing with newspaper and i was excited to try it and then it just tore the paper and didn't have anything smooth. And that was a sad day. Cause it looks really satisfying. It is. I actually think I followed your guys' Instagram before I even knew you guys were from Lincoln. Like, before I even knew who you guys were. Yeah, pretty much no one knew. I think like you guys mo- like must've come up in like my like discovery page. Yeah. It was yeah. just some really satisfying. Well, some, like, <laughs> yeah. some of those oddly satisfying accounts have reposted our stuff. Back in the good old days of Instagram when you'd get more than 5,000 views for a video. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Instagram, so there's a big jump there, but like, when did you start posting on Instagram? And like, when did it like, when did you see it go? Like, there's like a couple hundred people. And then did you yeah. see like, when was like exponential growth because yeah. you're at like almost 80,000 followers now it's 82.2 or 83.2 jeez yeah so I, mean, I started the account the original for people that are og followers the account was <laughs> the account name was stark spoons and knives because hey. that was the original so i posted the spoons and stuff on there and i posted my first knives on there too and i don't know do you remember when we changed the name and stuff probably around when you i would assume like around when we did the website but i feel like it was probably before that yeah and i i got more serious about the knives probably like 2017 or so i'd say probably or 2016 because i think the website i started in 2015 okay so i think we've had that for four years so it was probably before that okay i'd have to look back but well a few years ago then (laughs) yeah between Uh, five and seven years yeah Yeah. and i know it was pretty it was always pretty steady i'd say i don't really remember how fast it was everything but i say it was pretty slow and steady up to like ten thousand or so and then i made a post on reddit and imgur and stuff that made it to like the very top of reddit so that got probably another five thousand followers or so and then just kind of steady like sometimes there would be a month or two where you would get 
a few thousand then there'd be a few months where you'd just get a few hundred or and do you think it was like from like mostly people reposting stuff or were you like at what point did you become like knowledgeable of like what content you were putting out to like get more people involved in it or was it just like here's a picture of my knife like I'd say I always kind of had an idea of what people liked seeing because I knew what I liked watching so I always liked seeing how people made stuff or how they end up working. So I would like to make videos or posts like showing the different progress steps. So I would do, okay, here I'm gluing the handle today and I'm doing the blade shape today. And then people would be able to kind of follow along and see how the knife progresses. Yeah, I'd say that's one thing you definitely did a little bit differently. A lot of people did pretty early on. Yeah, because a lot of people just posted pictures of the finished ones. I think it kind of helps people relate a little bit more to the actual person rather than just seeing this Mm -hmm. guy's throwing his stuff out there. Yeah. And so when did, at what point was it like you're making knives you're still making knives in your parents' basement, right? It's in the garage. In the garage now. But so in the basement's upgrade, the indoor shop. All right. So you, yeah. so in winter, you... Yeah, I always had it outside in the backyard. And then when it got too cold, then usually I'd try to move it out into the garage. But there were a lot of days where my water bucket would be frozen on the top and I'd have to stab, <laughs> stab <laughs> through. Those are my favorite pictures. I have some of them. Like I have like the Snapchat filter where it shows the temperature. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you like... 25 degrees but he has this like hunched over in his little <laughs> two, little, two coats little on grinder. two coats in his little little apron yeah so i think a lot of people think like eighty thousand followers like they must have this amazing shop and like yeah. warehouse oh, so amazing and stuff. like it's it's really cool to me like the background of that of like yeah how you're creating like amazing an amazing product yeah with a shop that everybody's not like yeah, a lot of people, I mean, still every once in a while I'll get people like, oh, do you have an outlet store in London? And I'm like, uh, nope, we just have our basement. <laughs> <laughs> and lately we've had like two or three people like, oh, do you guys do internships? Yeah, we've had a lot oh, of people asking about internships yeah. or apprenticeships. I wonder how many people like actually know what it looks like. Yeah. We kind of show what it looks like, but you don't like, we don't do a whole tour because we don't really yeah. want to show off our house. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> yeah. But yeah, I wonder, because I mean, we don't really... Yeah, like, well, do you want to stay in a hotel? So when did it transfer from a hobby, sell a knife every once in a while, to, like, now I have my brother involved. He's, like, building out a website, figuring out, like, shipping and stuff. Like, when did did you jump in? Yeah, I mean, well, didn't you want to kind of... I wanted, from the beginning, pretty much, I wanted to have a website just because I thought it would be cool to have a website and you could post pictures on there and stuff. But I never had a, like a really good official one. I, I, I don't actually never even finished making one. But then Philip ended up getting yeah, well, Squarespace and yeah, did that. I thought it was cool because I think I don't like doing things that are just sort of cool. I want to be like super awesome, like the best as it possibly can be, which is also yeah. kind of not good sometimes because I take forever to do things. Mm. <laughs> there are YouTube videos that take like two months to finish. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to do something kind of cool. And then I think... I was probably about 2015 or something like yeah. that. Um, I don't remember exactly what we did, but I did some research like on what good free websites would be out there. Or, and I think we're not even only free ones. I looked at because like now we use Squarespace and you pay like $150 a mm-hmm. year or something like that. But that was the one that I saw had good reviews and um, it looked the nicest. Yeah, like it's kind of modern. Modern like layouts like. and always like really clean and modern looks and stuff. Yeah. And that was the only one that really seemed 
I mean, that was like front and center. Like that's what we can do for yeah. you. Yeah. And so, what? And you created the logo too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I guess that came before the website. Probably. Yeah. The logo is pretty much one of the first things. Yeah. We still pretty much have the same. And what's the mean? Is there a meaning behind the logo? Yeah. So like it... the official name of the company, Stark Creations. Like on okay. Instagram, we have Stark Knives because um, it's a little bit easier, and we wanted to have it so it says you know what it is. Because if you say Stark Creations, you don't know exactly what it mm-hmm. is. Um, and if I could redo it, I would actually just like not worry about Stark Creations and just call it Stark Knives. Yeah. And but originally we didn't really know if we, we didn't this. know what we were doing. That he was doing all. Yeah, the who knows if yeah. who knows if spoons are going to exactly. take yeah. off? Yeah, do you still yeah. make exactly. spoons ever? I haven't in a long. I would actually like to. It's we still have fun. a bunch. Of I have a lot, and we, we use ours a, a lot. Yeah. Buy a spoon. So yeah, yeah. If you like, get a good piece of wood. Well, and actually, the first when we first had the website, we had a bunch of random. We he had had a big chunk of Osage orange wood that he yeah, I made like a little sculpture thing. We had that on the website. So like. We didn't think he was only going to do knives. Yeah, and I didn't know if I wanted to do more bowls and spoons yeah. or more some jewelry yeah. stuff or yeah. knives. I, we so just I thought to keep it general. Yeah, so I thought if you said Stark knives and people only think that's all you do and stuff, yeah. which is yeah. how. But um, so anyway, so we had Stark Creations, and then um, I did a bunch of different like ideas for the logo and stuff. But um, first, I wanted to do something with a s and a c like all merged together like it looked like dna and then Ooh. it was like i didn't yeah, know about it, that it didn't well i, I, kind of I don't remember the dna one. or then i had one where the, the s and the c were together anyway so but then i didn't love the way that looked it kind of looked like a i don't know a boring bank logo or something like that <laughs> so that was one of those things that took forever and is like super frustrating I kept doing different ideas and i'm not like an expert graphic designer either so For i had sure. to like keep it simple to a certain extent, because I yeah. only had very rudimentary knowledge of how to do that. So then I decided to just like do something kind of, I don't know, very geometric and simple. And then I think to kind of fit in with the camping and wilderness type theme, then I thought it'd be cool to kind of do the, instead of like doing the actual initials, like an S and a C, then to do like Morse code. Mm-hmm. So it's actually the top three dots are an S in Morse code and the bottom three are, are um, a C. So Dash, it's a dot. dot. Dot, dot dash dot dash no it's dash dot dash, dash dot, dot dash dot yeah. um yeah so then huh. we made the dashes into uh, one is a spoon yeah. and one is a knife um just to kind of represent what yeah. products it is and then i put the font on the right side and stuff that's and, really cool yeah. i actually yeah. didn't know that i thought there was a different meaning behind it yeah but well, so really I thought cool. it was cool. It was kind of like simple, but also kind of yeah. old and visual yeah. and mm. still has some sort of it has connection. A, it has a good shape too. Yeah, and actually, like, I'm surprised how much I still like it for considering is like one of the first things we ever did because yeah. often stuff you do early on, you're like, eh, I don't like it that much yeah. anymore. But it's worked out really well because it fits on all yeah. of our stuff and is kind of a unique look. And like a lot of knife makers have like for their signatures, like either yeah, they just often just do their signature or whatever or their name or they're not a lot of like super clear logos on there yeah. and then it helps that the name is kind of bold and cool and a lot of people know like tony stark or iron man <laughs> yeah or game of thrones or, that's always so that's, a, kind of that's always an adventure on vacations yeah, how many people like, say hey is your is that your uncle tony <laughs> say hi to tony for me yeah but like if there were i don't know for our last name like, like higginbottom knives or yeah. fling flong i don't know stark just kind of flows nicely mm-hmm. yeah. very yeah. modern yeah just, yeah, matches with the brand, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we made the logo and then made the website. And I mean, I've always kind of enjoyed photography and stuff. So I put the website together. I mean, they had good templates, so it was pretty easy. I didn't like do any coding or anything like that, yeah. but putting it in a nice layout. And so you said something earlier that I thought was interesting. You said your grandpa in Germany yeah. like creating things. So yeah. there's obviously a different background here than just Lincoln. So yeah. give me kind of like a 
what your like I guess origin story is or what where your kind of family comes from uh-huh. and like where that kind Don't of that DNA by a spider <laughs> where that where the DNA to like yeah come I mean, from that one to our my, so our dad's family is all in Germany so yeah. our grandpa is how old is he now 98 90. I think he's 98 I'm pretty sure he's 98 yeah so and even up to like Two years ago, he would be in the backyard splitting wood with his axe and <laughs> sitting down. He'd get through one or two logs and have to sit for 10 minutes and take a break and would ride his bike to choir with his French horn on his back and That's awesome. do stuff like that. That's so, so cool. He's always been done stuff, cool stuff like that, that I've kind of thought was interesting and inspirational. So I always liked watching him split wood and would play around with the axes that he had in the garage and stuff when we would visit them in Germany. And I don't know what else with that can relate to I mean, so, making stuff. Yeah, so uh, like, did they... So you obviously visit, visit there yeah. fairly often. Yeah, we go I'm at least assuming. once a year. Yeah. And so like, what, what do you think like knife making... Because obviously your style, so... I guess I would describe your style as not like the typical, you think of knives, you think of like a David Bowie knife or like this super like masculine, like I'm going to cut down a tree with this thing. And your knives are like really like, they're almost like, uh, like an exotic car almost where they Mm -hmm. like aerodynamic. Yeah. They like flow really well. And like, where do you think the, that kind of like inspiration to make something look more sleek design rather than like here's just a cool yeah. badass knife that yeah. you cut down a tree with. Yeah. And our family's always really like modern stuff. So like our kitchen when we renovated it, we looked at all the European kitchens that would be white and all sleek white cabinets and stuff. So we've always liked more modern design and modern art. So we always like geometric shapes and when we did paintings at home we would do more abstract modern style paintings versus like a landscape or something so i'd say that's probably one one factor that helped with the design influences i'd say and i've always just liked more hard lines and then well not even hard lines all but certain knives i like doing really angular with a lot of angles that meet up and stuff and then some other ones i like doing a lot of free-flowing contours and stuff so i just like doing a lot of different stuff that all looks modern i'd say but yeah. still has a mixture of modern and traditional styles yeah it's like i like sometimes doing a modern like a carbon fiber handle that also has an inlay of a more traditional wood in it or something mm-hmm. like that just to combine the old and the new i'd say yeah and i think a lot of it also just has to do with how you present it i mean yeah. even if you have a super modern looking knife if you put it in a pile of leaves in the forest yeah it's gonna have that's a true look yeah like so. our pictures usually have white backgrounds or like yeah. a slate or tile or something and is that more your influence or is that I'd like, what do you both. think? I think both. I mean, we both like, like that. I mean, I usually am the one doing the pictures, but I mean, he yeah. used to do more and he often did that. Sort yeah. Of thing I would too. always yeah. take them on like the grill cover. That was just a nice flat black mm-hmm. yeah. background. So start making knives. You're 15 years old. You're uh, like, I just 18, 19, 18, 19. 19. Um, so obviously it's not like a full time. Yeah. And I just made thing. like a couple and I found some people 
I, I so the first people that I sold to, I pretty much asked if they wanted to buy something. <laughs> yeah, I think, and at least one of them I know. I was like, "Hey, I just started. Would you like to? I'll give you a good deal." Because I knew he had. Like, a, was it on a forum? It was on or? Instagram. The okay. first people, like the yeah. first, I still know that the first three people that I ever sold stuff to. You want to shout them out right now? Uh, it's at Ninja Cook at Doctor Base ninety three and at Grinding Knives. I'm pretty sure. Heck yeah! I'm pretty That's sure. Awesome. I'm shout out you guys, the OGs. <laughs> did you? I didn't really. Do, so did you? Did they follow you already? And I then asked, or how did that only work? the the grinding knives. I remember I sent because he had like a th- couple thousand followers, and I big, knew he, uh, that was a big time. Yeah, yeah, and I knew he collected some knives, so I just sent him a DM. I don't even know if they had DMs at that point or what they had on Instagram, but commented on his photo. I sent him something and said like, "Hey, I just started. Would you like a good deal on something yeah. if I make it?" And then he said, "Sure." So I made him something. Do you think that like? I think I still even have, sorry, I think I still have, like, the same little notepad where I wrote down the first three orders. At least we have a picture of it, I think. I'm That's pretty awesome. sure we That's have so it still. Sick. And, like, you, with the handle material on there and the model and stuff. Do you think that, like, those people, like, saying yes and, like, encouraging you in that? Yeah. And- like like made you more excited about yeah, it and definitely and having someone want to pay for something you make is definitely more motivating to keep making stuff if someone's going to pay you for it for sure yeah. than if you just keep making stuff and it just keeps piling up and you're like well what am i going to do with 10 knives now <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like there's a lot of people that like either start something or start a hobby and they wouldn't have the guts to like reach out to somebody to well, yeah, I, yeah i don't think i would like for no that's one thing he's better than me I'm yeah like, i don't think i would have ever if i had involved philip at the beginning yeah. probably it's better have... that i came later than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah because well, like i wouldn't be i would say oh i don't want to offend them or yeah like, for sure which is kind of silly too i mean there's the worst they can do is say no but like that's more me and yeah he's not as much well, and, and like actually the very first and i think the first knife i ever made for someone was for scott like your brother yeah was the first one that i made for someone else yeah because I still have the first three I ever made. Yeah. But that was the first one I actually made for someone else. So yeah. did the other people, that, like the first ones that bought it, did they, so they just followed you and then, I guess. I, and like I said, the only one that I remember what happened was that one. Yeah. The other two, like, and I think I had a decent, like hundred followers at that point yeah. or something. So they probably followed and I had made a few things at that point. Yeah. And just so like, I, I, I can don't go even, back I don't even to the remember. very first yeah, post. I don't, I I've done that a few times, gone back to the first few posts and yeah, stuff. It's kind of fun. I don't to even look really at. remember how that was, but I yeah. like if I think yeah, when I, now, I feel like how weird yeah. I would have thought that, oh, Benny's selling knives to people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, remember was, I remember always kind of weird because I had my own email that I would email people with. And then yeah. I was like, when there was time to pay, I was like, okay, here's my dad's PayPal address. <laughs> <laughs> Did he even know about it? I think yeah. I, I Probably. think you guys had to know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, except the one time that you entered the giveaway for the oh, yeah. Osama bin Laden knife. That did, that Wait, what? <laughs> oh, we need the background story on this. Oh, okay. There was so he was like on it was this website called Blade Forums. It's like a knife. Yeah, forum. like and the biggest knife forum. There was some guy that it was, was when when they killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah, and he like, was kind of an odd, very pro military, very very oddball knife maker guy. I'd uh-huh. say. And he did some deal like in honor of killing Osama bin Laden. If you sign up and, <laughs> and did pay like five dollars or seven dollars or something, some then every, weird amount. It was everyone like, would get a knife, like a custom knife, or really, yeah. 
Interesting. And I somehow thought that was And then a he just like idea. disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever got there not. Yeah. <laughs> Great marketing technique. Everybody <laughs> <So>. take notes. <laughs> That, that was that. So that that was it. You get the wins and the losses. Yeah. And it, it wasn't that much It was money. a good lesson. And it wasn't more than $10. Yeah. So. What, um, I want to jump to something else in a second, but what, we have kind of a group chat and it's hilarious to see like the weird comments and the weird DMs yeah. you get. That's my favorite part. And, and my favorite part. So give me, give me maybe like top two of like weirdest things, both of you. Oh, and, boy. uh, uh, I, I just want to hear because there's some if, ridiculous stories. And the one, it's hard to remember all of them. It's, the problem is like it's hard to get. It's often you have to like read the whole string. Yeah, it's, it's like a string string of twenty minutes. We'll, we'll find something. One later. weird single one was when I had the really popular post on Reddit. I got some message from lady asking if I wanted to be their sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like seventeen or something. Did you say yes? <laughs> I didn't. <respond>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he now lives in a mansion with five. <laughs> yeah. How else do you think I got the money to make? <laughs> um, well, I remember one in the early days, like that was where it wasn't that early, but still probably in the first couple of years at the earliest or latest, there was a, you were working on something for someone and then like she said, oh yeah, I want this knife or something. And then we didn't hear for her from her for a few days. And then later on we got a message and oh, I think the lady's name was like Crystal or something like that. And then this is Crystal's daughter. Uh, sorry, she hasn't gotten back to you. She's in the hospital with kidney stones, but I wanted to ensure you that she, she's a good person and means, or she only does good business and won't treat or cheat you or something yeah. like and We were like, oh, what my. the heck? And then they never got back to us. Yeah. After that. <laughs> but we a lot of, a lot of people. Hope she's okay. Yeah. I think she's I think okay. She's okay. <laughs> we, we've looked her up. <laughs> Followed her back a couple times. Like, oh, yeah. that's good customer service right there. You care about your customers. Yeah. Um, what else is a good one? A lot of people that are going to get something until their wife realizes once the wife, once gets the wife it never yeah. works once the once the wait what do you mean one so like we dm for two days 100 message back and forth and then like what, setting up setting up what uh, yeah. what type of knife and what handle they want and then when it comes to do the invoice for the deposit it's like oh i talked to my wife and my wife doesn't want me to do this so maybe in a couple months or something <laughs> so when I can well, and the funny thing is that often they'll send you but like it's not like we're reaching out to them saying yeah. hey you want something like they come to us oh yeah can yeah. you make me a knife they're like okay yeah sure so you and wouldn't then, think yeah. they would you go through you would think they would like, verify that before about it yeah. Anything, yeah. yeah i wonder if it's a scapegoat uh, maybe well we've heard other stuff yeah. too, right? <laughs> my truck broke down it's or... usually either the wife doesn't approve their car trouble illness uh, pets pet issues yeah. pet bills um, like they ate their money they were gonna use no that or... their pet no, got like sick they, and they oh, have to pay for their dog's like operation which is i mean always like yeah, and... if you can't buy it like the knife shouldn't be the most important thing sure. so don't worry about it but it's still frustrating when they waste yeah. your time and like yeah do all yeah. the work and then i would be totally fine if up front they say that but yeah yeah usually so it works what's out. like the what's like the process like somebody followed you on instagram for the last year was looking at all of your knives isn't there isn't necessarily a knife on your website that they're like into right mm -hmm. they want a custom knife like what's the what's the best process like what's how have you guys like worked that out yeah i mean like how do people usually set up stuff basically? yeah like do you have like a normal process like hey yeah. email us yeah. here and we do this i mean we try to as yeah, much as possible i'd because... say we have a form email on our website so but i'd say the majority come from instagram dms yeah. Yeah. and comments like oh i'd like something sometime and then sometimes we go out and send them a message because we learned that 
people don't do it themselves unless you ask them. So, it's like if someone says, oh, I'd like to get something sometime, then we'll go and send them a message, say, hey, if you want to work on something. So you're like know. actually yeah, tracking actively. them yeah. down sometimes. Yeah, yeah. because... I mean, not like aggressively, but if no, they... Yeah. Yeah. If, they, yeah. if yeah. they express interest, then we'll say, hey, we'd like to make you something. So if you yeah. ever want something, let us know yeah. and we'll work on something. For sure. Or if you ever want more information on custom yeah. orders or whatever. And so do they like... But do still, they, most of the time, it's like, I mean, that's less common than the, often we just get a DM saying, oh, I'd like this model or yeah. something like that. Or oh, okay. I'm looking for something for Christmas. Or, so yeah. somebody like has a model that they specifically want. Yeah. yeah they or want. Certain, it just depends. Yeah. So if they, I mean, often it's just like, a like let's say we post one model recently, then yeah. people. Or I want something similar to this and then right. they choose a handle material that they want different yeah. or a different blade. So finish. is it like a, you already have that in stock and then you just do it? Or is it like. You custom make that. It kind of depends. Like we have a few base models that we have usually a few ready to go and stuff that they can do. Choose their blade finish and their handle material and pin type. And then we also have ones that sometimes people say, hey, I want, okay, I want a Damascus dagger or whatever. So then I'll like sketch something on paper and then send them, okay, do you like this design? Then I'll transfer that and make a prototype sometimes. And cool. Yeah. So we that. try to like stick to the usual design yeah. as much as mm -hmm. possible, but if it's something that yeah. you can do. Yeah. And, and someone wants to, was willing to pay a little bit more to do a like yeah. custom cut. Shape. Cause I actually really like doing different stuff. Cause I get bored sometimes just making the same For sure. few shapes and I like doing a special project sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. when you're like, I guess coming up with new shapes of like blades, do you, do like tons of drafting and like what's that look like exactly uh, like the creative process to like this like super cool blade that like yeah i'd say like in the beginning i always i always get inspiration mostly from other people that make knives mm -hmm. so I, I don't like copy them but i like looking at certain people's designs i like mm -hmm. and take certain elements from those and then like in the beginning i still do it sometimes when i make a new thing but i have like a three or what's it called a CAD program called Draft Site that's free. So I just would go in there and mess around with different shapes. And, and sometimes it would start on paper too. I got just mm. do that. But then I could make more precise adjustments and stuff on the CAD program. So I'd come up with some a few different main shapes I wanted to do. And then I would do... So like when I get them water jet cut, then I just send the water jet cutting people my file. And then they'll cut them all out from that CAD file on the piece of steel. And where did that... like? How did that process start? Because were you like... And that was pretty much the beginning. Really? You like, yeah. you just drew it, you knew how to draw it on a CAD I had, file. Well, I looked it you up. You knew the like, water every, jet. I, and... I taught myself everything from YouTube and forums and stuff and emailing people or asking other knife yeah. people. So, and I remember, if you go back on my Instagram, some of the very first ones, like I posted a picture of the CAD drawings that, oh, anyone like these designs or something? Yeah. So that I got a... A short, small batch of like 10, I think, cut out out of one piece of steel. And they're pretty, they're a cool shape, but not awesome. And then from there, I pretty much just kept modifying the designs and seeing what people liked and changing what people liked more of. So I do more of the models that people seem to like more. Yeah. And that's now where it kind of, when you're talking about the workflow, sort of, that's where it it sort of is the most challenging part, just yeah. making sure you have enough of certain, I mean, you can always, as long as people don't mind waiting, you can do it, but yeah. you try to do it as much as possible that we, people don't have to wait so long. Yeah. Cause some yeah. of the steps like the water jet can take a while because we have to send it and sometimes they don't get back to us right away. And then it takes a week or two and then they cut it and then they send it to us. 
and then he grinds them and then we have to get them heat yeah. treated which takes another couple of weeks and so, so yeah. it takes quite a while yeah the whole so that's why usually yeah. we can take anywhere from a week to finish one to four months if yeah. it's if you yeah. catch us on a spot where we don't have anything yeah. Yeah, cut like out specifically yeah. so that's yeah. kind of where we've looked now try to plan as much as possible yeah for each model like oh people like we sold eight of this one this month so we yeah. need to make sure yeah. we get at least eight for next or we wanted to make sure we have okay we want to have eight kitchen knives so if yeah. people want a christmas order yeah, we'll so have like enough for christmas to... now we made sure to you know get a pretty good stockpile yeah of things that we can finish because you know people don't always plan ahead so we wanted to have at least a decent selection to choose from yeah. that we could get finished within a month let's say if people want last yeah. presents or... so do you so like is this a full-time thing like you no. do this like 40 hours a week like what is like <laughs> I, what is it and like? i still go to school or i go to college i'm a senior now so i mean i'd say on average in the summer i can work a lot more <laughs> so i count it as a full-time hobby is what i would classify <laughs> it as a full-time hobby that pays decently yeah yeah so i nice. Like in the summer, I'll definitely easily work four or five hours on it a day, mm-hmm. which when I actually, when I think about it, it's not that long when you think about a real job sure. or a yeah. quote unquote real job that yeah. you go to an office for eight hours or nine hours. So I'm, I'll go outside and grind the knives for like two and a half hours and then eat lunch because it's nice. Everything's at home. So I can pretty much take go and stop and start whenever I want to. So yeah. I can work for two hours, then eat lunch and go golfing or whatever and then come back and then glue stuff for an hour and just do it how I like. Yeah. And then like now when it's the school year, I'd say I, if I can, whenever I have time, I do like two hours a day or so. Mm-hmm. And the good thing though is it's pretty like when you're working, you're working. It's not like yeah. a lot of downtime. There's not a lot yeah. of waiting. You get your stuff done and then yeah. you don't have to wait for like, instructions. Or so whatever. today I had an hour and a half before I had to come here. So I got home and I got the knives that I glued last night and shaped the handles and finished all that and got those done. Yeah. So does it like not feel like a job to you at all? It still feels Sometimes like it feels like a job and it always feels like somewhat of a job, mm-hmm. but I enjoy it as a job. That's sick. Yeah. So I'm like, there's sometimes where I'm getting a big batch of like a hundred knives ready for hardening. And then I'm just grinding the blades and grinding the blades and just doing the same thing over and over. And then that, I get, that's when that you need an intern. Like yeah. <laughs> but then I need to train someone like two years worth to get a straight bevel line. Which yep. I, so but, yeah, we'll kind of, we'll kind of start to wrap up here, but I want to know the best way to sharpen a knife and keep it sharp how how much are you willing to spend and what type of so like what type of equipment are you wanting so give me like the um give me the ultra professional and then give me like the at home the rock in your garden yeah chef knife (laughs) let's see there are a lot of works at home i'd say if you the simplest if you have an already for kitchen knives at least or in general knives if you have something that's already sharp and aren't like abusing it, then you can get a leather strop and just hone it f- after every time you use it. And then like we have some knives at home that started out sharp. And if you just do that after every time you use it in the kitchen and they haven't sharp, like really sharpened them with a stone or belt sander for like a year and they're still really sharp. Oh, okay. So that and that also keeps the knives good longer because you aren't actually grinding off any steel. You're just kind of re forming the apex of the edge so you're you're just going back and forth yeah it's just like a piece of leather that i have glued on to a piece of wood with some polishing compound one micron diamond spray yeah my that's nice there are different things but (laughs) i'd say 
And I'd say like, if you're wanting to do more serious sharpening and want to have a very really versatile equipment, you can get like a one by 30 belt sander. That's like $60. I don't know how much they are anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you can get a lot of different types of belts, like 120 grit belt all the way up to 3000 grit belt. If you want to restore an edge or just polish just it, sticking it on the edge. Or uh, like how and you, I, what's like the best there's technique a certain, there's yeah and you have a technique I'm, just hold it on there and it'll burn yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and that's why I, like I looked up a lot of YouTube videos on how to do that stuff so I yeah but I, and I so and you would just run it with the edge going away from the rotation of the belt until you form a burr which is when like you basically have a little wire piece of steel that's flopped over mm-hmm. when you know that you have a apex on the edge so like when the points come together Yep. And then you pretty much take that off. And then after that, the knife should be pretty sharp, huh. usually. And that's like when you can cut the paper. Just yeah, like... or slice the tomato. Oh, yes. oh man. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that? Was that the most popular video we ever had? No, the most, most, ugh, the most popular video is just like a random shaping a knife. I don't even think it's a very good video, oh, yeah. but that one has like 500,000 views. Weird. 15,000 likes. I don't know. I don't understand why that one's so popular, but huh. yeah, and like I'd say the sh- the sharpening ones and the cutting tomatoes and stuff are probably the most popular in general, consistently. What, do you have any questions, Andy? You've been sitting over um, there and stewing. I've been, I mean, just thinking about. I mean, one <laughs> like it's amazing it. how like like there is like a a following for like just like the satisfaction of like <laughs> watching like somebody like make a knife. Yeah, like I'll be like like laying in bed like mindlessly scrolling through like facebook and then there's like like suggested from other videos you like and it's just like some guy making a knife and i'm like it's like three minutes long but i watched the entire thing yeah. so I'm like, wow, this <laughs> i think is it's really, really interesting this is to really watch, interesting to watch watch how someone can make something from a just like a random piece of steel and mm-hmm. make it into something that looks really pretty and sometimes when i think about it like i start with a pretty ugly looking bar of kind of rusty and pitted steel and then you end up with something that could be a, considered a piece of art by some people, a uh, functional art. Do you have anybody? Fart. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have anybody that like just keeps buying more? And, like, I'd has, say there like, thirty it, of your knives. We have a pretty maybe not that many. We have a lot of repeat yeah, customers, which is kind of cool. And then you, yeah, just, super cool. There like, have been like a few people where they'll have like two months where they just keep buying stuff, and then they haven't bought anything in a long time anymore. So I always wonder like they if get they addicted one time. Yeah, and, and then they, yeah. their get collection gets saturated. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and it's nice that a lot of people are repeat customers. So it feels like okay that they got it and they like it, yeah. so they want to get another. Because if you just keep sending one thing and then you never hear from people that they like it, yeah. then it's kind of yeah. like huh. I that's always the most good. fun. Because sometimes people start with like a small one to, I guess, try it out or something, yeah. and then they eventually get a whole kitchen knife. So or... what's what's future look like for Stark knives? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> are yeah, you just like that. letting it just go where it goes, or are you I'm... like, this is the something I want to do when I get out of college? Or yeah. I'm always so do this, or... after I graduate this year, I definitely want to take like a year off and just do only knives for a year, pretty much. So and everybody who's listening, get your knife now because <laughs> he's gonna take a year off and he may never come back. So well, no, no I'm not. No, I'm saying, saying a year, a year of knives. Oh, a year just a year knives. of only knives. Only knives. So wait, mind. there'll be more. Never mind. Graduation <laughs> year of knives. But yeah. Don't tell people never. that because then they think yeah. supply and demand. Well, that's not gonna make more. I'm just gonna make cool, better ones. Okay. And looks like I want to try to 
make more YouTube videos and stuff just to like see if that's another outlet yeah. of doing stuff. Mm. Cause if you could get a highly followed YouTube account and make ad revenue and stuff, then that could be another way of making some more money for sure. Or I don't know anything about necessarily live streaming more. As one of my friends said that I could live stream, have a camera set up in the shop and have people. I bet just you there's people who would watch. just sit and watch that. Yeah. And people watch yeah. people oh, eating man. food all day. So I, <laughs> I might watch it. Honestly, so, I'm intrigued. So then what's the roles then between you two? And then we'll, and then we'll wrap up. But what's the roles between you two? It's like, obviously you're the maker and then you do kind of like the back end type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. In or, general, he he does all the making, and I do almost everything else. Sometimes, if I'm busy yeah. or something, he helps. And out, I'd but. say Instagram, we pretty much joint do the posts. Yeah. And Philip takes a few more of the pictures, but I pretty much make most of the videos. Like yeah. I, mm. I do the one handed filming of stuff. Yep. And very safe. <laughs> most of it's two handed. I just then do one one cursory pass of. <laughs> Yeah, one that's hand. a secret like you yeah. does everyone's always like first. whoa i don't know how you do this with one hand i can't even do it with two hands and i'm like well i do 99 <laughs> percent with two hands and i just do one okay here's a here's how you do it the, yeah. the, the insider secret is when i don't want to screw it up and i want to get a video clip i just pretend i'm running it by the belt and i'm actually <laughs> not touching it <laughs> i don't want to screw it up <laughs> that's only been a couple times but yeah sometimes yeah, so yeah, yeah, oh, go ahead. yeah go ahead okay um we so pretty much i make all the knives and he has some design input sometimes like i and pretty much our whole family i sometimes send or not send them but i show them oh do you think this handle combination would look cool or something but i pretty much do all the making of stuff and then we both run the instagram i'd say and philip does more of the dming i than i do now i used to do more of it but so you like jump Phil, into the, you jump into the thousand comments and you're like yeah yeah so and i, I, res I respond to the comments a lot yeah. too i'd say we both respond to the comments philip does more of the interacting with businessy stuff yeah, like i get yeah. to take care of the customers yeah right? hey, there you which go. is usually fun and sometimes yeah not so but it's usually fun <laughs> but yeah and then besides like all that and he does all the spreadsheet of yeah so like i organize profit and, and yeah, expenses so, and I mean, stuff definitely one of the biggest things is that it's pretty easy to and i think a lot of people have trouble with that is like keeping things organized yeah so i have like a whole excel spreadsheet that has all of our orders and so each person when they order yeah and that's one way that he's helped it progress a lot because i pretty much i used to have i at least was organized enough that i had a word document that i would keep mm -hmm. orders pretty straight in after i did the original notepad mm-hmm but I at least had a Word document that so was organized enough with that. But now it's a little more complicated because now we do deposits and stuff. So Yeah, so usually like just to walk you quickly through the process. So once I set up something with someone either via email or DM, then usually we send them either a PayPal or Apple Pay deposit with all like their order details with what we discuss for the handle and the model and all that stuff. Then once that's paid, then I put it into our big spreadsheet of orders so their name is on there their model their all the other information estimated completion date as much information as we can and then that kind of helps us to know first of all who has an order so we don't lose track of someone and to date i don't think we've ever like completely lost track of an order so yeah. that's cool um yeah well i'm not too worried I, we have a good spreadsheet <laughs> um but yeah because like i know some people that do custom orders yeah and, and stuff like a lot of people recommend okay never take deposits because i think most people probably say that because they're not organized they're like well enough or they deal yeah or they, they feel like if they don't get it that they won't be able to take care of it well or mm -hmm. something but we've had so many people that 
once you get it done that they take another three weeks to do any type of payment or yeah. then they don't end up paying at all and then you feel like oh i worked on this thing that you don't yeah. and usually we're lucky that if someone doesn't end up paying that someone else will take it or we'll put it on the website sure. store and someone will yeah. buy it eventually so it's not like we're losing money on that but it's kind of frustrating still when someone says they're going to get something and then they don't end up getting it yeah so we put that all there we have the whole order list and then that helps us to know first like when you was talking about the water jet how many of each yeah. model we should cut or yeah because um, sometimes we'll do take the order before we like have the actual steel for it and stuff um so kind of that's one of the trickier things is like balancing all of that and yeah. figuring yeah. out what you already have cut out what you already have heat treated what you have ground um so the more organized you can be the yeah. better and, and then once we have all the stuff then we have a big table where we lay out all the orders that are to be made. Yeah. So you're like the American creative mind and you're like the German engineer mind. <laughs> I guess. Sure. <laughs> Cause it's like, if I, want, I mean, if that's you want like stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I want to <laughs> stereotype, wow. I'm just saying Germans are very known for their engineering. So yeah. that, it sure. makes sense. Sure. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then we like try to keep, we always send progress pictures to people. Yeah, like, that's cool. the biggest thing too. Cause I think people always like seeing that too. Like, okay, Absolutely. this is my nice. Okay. Or just to know gonna... that you're actually working on yeah, it. Sometimes true. we've yeah. ordered stuff, not yeah, necessarily like, custom projects, but you're like, did they actually get this? Are yeah, they working are they on it? Working yeah. On yeah. And then you feel like you have to bother them five times to see if they're actually working on it. And it's a lot better, like just in terms of having happy customers, it's way better to preemptively give them stuff rather than waiting for them to be mad and then having to fix the problem. So the more you can like show that you actually care and are trying your best, because sometimes it takes a little longer than expected or whatever, but if you at least... Yeah, and if, updates, you, you if you're updating them, it. then they're usually way more understanding. Yeah. We've almost but. never had someone say, like, man, you said you're going to get this done and you haven't gotten it done. Yeah. Like, that's usually if rare. we're, like, a couple weeks later, then we say, ah, oh, no problem, yeah. it's fine. What, um, so what would you tell somebody that's, like, either starting a hobby or working on starting something similar like this? Like, what was, like, a biggest failure, like, you would try and, like, avoid? Uh, let's see. Giving up early. Yeah, you almost I almost okay. quit once or twice when really? it was really cold and I didn't feel <laughs> like going into the water. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and well, there's a difference. Like sometimes when I remember when I was kind of trying to decide if I wanted to keep doing it was kind of when I realized I needed a better equipment if I wanted to keep mm-hmm. doing it because I had just like a small little sander grinder thing and just files and stuff and a Dremel. And I was like, okay, do I want to spend $3,000 on an ice grinder and make nicer things and make it more efficiently or just say, screw it and not do it anymore. Mm. But then I was like, uh, okay, I'll just try it. And I'm, yeah. So what, I'm, like what made you decide to do it? I honestly don't remember. Yeah. And I remember standing on the fifth hole of the golf course trying to decide <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened on the fifth hole of the golf course. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah. Well, Probably could be just, it's like, after the beginning and you lead up to the fifth hole and then the fifth hole is kind of in the middle and then it all comes out on the fifth hole. All the emotions come out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Maybe maybe maybe, golf. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we need to have another podcast about golf and the fifth hole. Maybe Yeah. we could call it the fifth fifth hole. The fifth hole podcast. It's like the 19th hole, but the fifth hole. You only get half the drink. How about you? How about you? I mean, you have a different piece of the business, but like what? Yeah. So what was it quite like? What? A tip or something? Yeah. Like a tip for like people starting or like, an, a word of advice of like trying to like break into that kind of yeah. next level I mean, of doing it. For like what I like personally and when I know I need to deal with people, I mean, the single biggest thing I think is to like really be good at communication yeah. and mm-hmm. um, 
if you're going to do something or if you say you're going to do something, actually do it. Yeah. Like, if you say, oh, I'm going to send you pictures of this by the end of this week. I mean, don't like make promises you can't keep. Just, um, like just make sure you definitely are always responding to people's emails. I mean, how yeah. many times have I've tried to order steel and it's taken me like four messages just to get a response yeah. and I received it. Always like re- make sure to respond to everything that you can. I mean, yeah, obviously and that's if they're spam, that's a lot of things like that. But like if you look at a lot of knife people and there'll be people asking questions in the comments yeah. and then they don't answer, mm-hmm. then that yeah, because I always think, think that's kind of how it. like building your community or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. if you have a question and you do a Q and A or something, and then you don't answer the questions and kind of people get frustrated and don't. Because I remember like when I was starting and I would ask someone, I would always be like, oh, that's really nice that they took time to answer and help. For sure. And then if you just think, oh, they think they're too good for you to answer or whatever, even if it's not true. And I know it's just often that people are busy and it takes time to do all that. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's also where it helps that we have two of us. So if one of us is can't Yeah, because there's some days I'm just like, I do not feel like responding to all this (laughs) stuff. (laughs) There's 25,000 comments. Uh, Let's uh, let's take this one at a time here. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely always responding to people and... I mean, just be very uh, present, proactive about it. Yeah, because like, yeah, I think especially with something like this one, it's custom work. I mean, yeah, like now we're spending I, ad money yeah. on Super Bowl ads so that people are just going to buy it because it's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. something that people are choosing. Because like now I'm also yeah. trying to do a little more where I show myself, like mm-hmm. my face and stuff, because I figure yeah. people have a little more connection to you then. Yeah. That they feel like, oh, I actually know that this is what a young yeah. guy doing it in his backyard or whatever yeah, yeah. versus some big corporation in a warehouse with robots making everything. Yeah. There's a name like Stark Knives. It sounds like it's a big corporation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which so I also like because it kind of makes it sound any, a little more official. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I just keep getting more questions, but we've got to well, cut Well, that's you just, you just you can do part two. Or yeah. yeah, we, we can, can we always can come back for two. a second interview. Yeah. How are we doing, Kai? We are at like 50 minutes. Cool. It's not bad. And your battery's dying? <laughs> I, 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 I can talk about this crap for a long time yeah. <laughs> i just think like it's if you so, have good questions yeah. i can talk for like it's so just interesting to see that you just like even for like what like philip was saying about like you wanting to build a snow fort in wilderness park and like all this stuff like it just like shows that you have like some raw ambition to just yeah do what you're passionate about and i think that that's yeah. like super inspiring because like like now just doing stuff that I enjoy because when I think about like when I have to sit down for four hours and study how much crappier I feel than if I go outside <laughs> and work on knives for two hours I feel like I actually got something useful mm-hmm. done and if you get a good score on a test it feels good in the end too but it's definitely something rewarding to spend time on something that you enjoy doing and feel rewarded that oh someone will get to buy this and you'll make some money and you made something that looks nice and works yeah, and that's, that's probably going to be I mean, a lot of times it's like an heirloom type yeah. piece. Like if people don't <laughs> stab them into a tree. <laughs> yeah, we had that recently. One guy was like had a some out. It was like a, sort of an outdoor knife, but not like yeah. a giant knife. We don't mark it as an outdoor knife. It's just like a yeah. one that people collect and would carry. Was trying to like I chop. He wasn't trying cut, to chop a tree, but like sort of cut some big branch. I don't know. And then like chipped or whatever. So I was like, oh, but it worked out. But yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, I also think it's just nice to have something that people, the coolest is when we get to work on something for like a wedding gift yeah. or a Christmas gift or something. Yeah, they tell you how much set. they 
tell my or send you a message and say how much they liked it and stuff and yeah. that really feels good and yeah makes definitely it- when you when you get a positive feedback of someone saying oh i really like the knife and or the person that we gave it to for their christmas present really loved it and, yeah. yeah it makes it even more special yeah or when they post a picture cutting up their nice piece of meat with yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> well cool well i appreciate all your guys yeah. time Th- yeah. thank you for uh, having us i hope um hope this podcast is gonna be good for you guys too <laughs> and fun um, and even if not it was a fun time yeah, yeah. i'm glad you guys came yeah. yeah and anytime you want us to come back we yeah. should come do back. it we can yeah. next year when it's warm we can just like go to the fifth hole of the golf course yeah and just like oh, just, just talk on around. the tee box yeah. and talk it out. what's going on I'm talk into that. it all out that'd be excellent i i really like that idea <laughs> <laughs> take the show on the road yeah he's in